I was a uh, practicing clinician working in a home health agency model. I wasn't allowed to dose my patients as per best practice guidelines. So I said, there's gotta be a way to do this better. My, my grandmother and my grandfather, I started seeing them going in and out of long-term care. It started personal seeing the sick side of 80 and now it's been exciting to be part of Fox. Light bulb moment, like that's a complete game changer. You can see what we can do as a practice and as treating clinicians to really make 80, 85 look so much different than it did back that long ago. And boil it down into one saying, it's quite simply this, it's be stronger, live better longer. Welcome to Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast, the podcast dedicated to clinicians who work with older adults. Today, I am joined by John Huller and Noel Alisea, both physical therapists and both Fox Geriatric Residency graduates. Welcome. Yes, I'm excited you're here. Noelle said before we started recording, she said, I hope we don't mess this up. I said, you can't mess it up. It's just a conversation. The editing team will be uh, working overtime, but it'll be okay. No, <laughs> we're not going to edit this at all. So today we are going to talk about the Fox Clinical Corner. So if someone's listening to this podcast right now who doesn't work with Fox, they will have no idea what the Fox Clinical Corner is, but we're going to break it down today. And I think of it as sort of like a, a nice little recruitment piece, a nice little sales piece. This is what we have here at Fox. If you're a clinician and you want to feel supported, come with us. Be part of the Fox Clinical Corner. So let's break it down. What is the Fox Clinical Corner? It's kind of like your one-stop shop for kind of lunchroom table talk with colleagues that you just don't really have access to, you know, maybe locally, but you have practice-wide at Fox. So you're getting all that extra clinical information from everyone available in the practice that maybe sometimes you don't see as often if you're doing house calls, right? So having that as an extra resource is really, really beneficial um, for anyone who works here. 20 years ago, we'd have called this water cooler talk. So think of it as water cooler talk, but a giant water cooler where not just three people are congregating, but you have access to the entire Fox Rehabilitation practice. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, one thing is, is I love is that people from all over the country. So there's people from all over that are giving their insight, their input, what they've learned, how they modify treatment ideas. And it's honestly awesome for a new clinician because yes, you're out by yourself in the field, but you can come home, you can post, you can see what other people are posting and you can really expand your practice through other people and through this community. Yeah. You don't have to mull over a question. You simply pose it within the Fox clinical corner or sniff around a little on the Fox clinical corner and you can get immediate help. Yeah, exactly. And there's a there's a spot where you can kind of post to everybody. There's also a spot on the clinical corner that you can post and our clinical specialists can answer, which are um, other PTs or OTs or speech therapists. Um, and their fo main focus, their main job is to answer some of our hardest questions. So patients, you know, 
that we don't typically encounter. You know, anything really, you can write a question directly to them if you don't feel comfortable posting it in front of everybody. Uh, But personally, I love posting them from everybody because then I can get ideas from people all over the country. Yeah, I'm not a clinician, but if I was, I would just post. I have no shame. I'm like, I have no, wait, help me out here. Like what's going on? And, and then I love the fact that we can use our colleagues and our clinicians as resources. Yeah, exactly. And you, and also it's used just to build that sense of community too, right? There's so many good people that work at Fox who are kind of experts and even their own subfields and just being open to getting more information, especially from people who that's what they are passionate about. I know, Jim, we were kind of briefly talking about just the social media team, right? And there's people who love to work on post and try different ideas with different patients. That's what you're also getting here as well. So let's talk about the advent of the Fox Clinical Corner. John, you and I were talking before the podcast, and you said it's so neat because I was in the early discussion stages talking about this when it didn't even exist. And now... It's an actual thing. So take us through those early discussions. I think a large part of it was we have, like we talked about, these these specialists in various fields. How do we get people from around the whole practice to interact, especially coming kind of out of the COVID pandemic and not necessarily getting all these face-to-face meetings going with people from around the country, but doing it in a virtual type setting or a digital setting with the with an idea of similar to our Facebook group that we had. There was already a core community there. And it was how can we take those ideas and bring it internally and expand it to maybe more people within the practice. And, and I like how it does have the communication feel of social media, you know, where you can be out on the road, send out a question, you treat your patient, and maybe you get an answer like a half hour, two hours later. So it's not so formal where you have to set up a meeting and ask these questions. You can go about it as if you are posting on social media, but in actuality, you're posting within the Fox Clinical Corner. Yeah, Jim, I actually have it set up on my phone. um, And it's a Yammer is actually the app if you ever want to use it on your phone. And I have it set up. So if I run into something with a patient and I'm really not sure, um, I actually will just go right on and it looks just like Facebook and just throw a post in. Um, It doesn't have to be anything like super in depth. And, you know, then, like you said, an hour or so later, I get five answers or five responses and, you know, I can try different things with my patients. So I love that it has that feature that you can utilize your phone for it. I mean, that's how we communicate now. And I love I love that we've adapted to that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's super helpful. So what hole does the Fox Clinical Corner fill? I think it fills a hole for both either a new clinician who may still be needing extra resources or extra mentorship that we kind of offer here sometimes when you first come on, but also to that seasoned vet who may be not be seeing that diagnosis as often as they usually do. And it's being able to fill the weaknesses within everyone's practice that maybe it's just based off of where you're located, right? You may see a lot more patients who have, say, intellectual disabilities compared to someone else, and you can help somebody else out who may not be exposed to that population. Um, Or kind of a more common area be like lymphedema, any vestibular issues, those sort of specific situations where you just may not do that day to day. And just like anything else, right? If you don't use it all the time, you're going to lose it. You don't practice it enough. 
Um, so being able to get a master clinician at that, give you input is kind of the best of both worlds. Elizabeth Garfield has been a guest on this podcast. She works with Fox and she is a lymphedema specialist. I so I love, yeah, you could pick her brain. Mm-hmm. She's a specialist in this lane. Exactly. Exactly. There's so, there's so many people that just don't always have either that voice too that can try to help out sometimes just based off we didn't have an outlet for it as much, especially like a clinical piece, right? Like Facebook kind of served as that social side. This is combining it all into one for everybody internally. So you you can certainly post away, Jim, and we won't we won't <laughs> knock you for it. No, I, I told you I have no shame. <laughs> Well, that's, that's a good point though, John, like those people that you guys out there that have those specialists, like we want your answers. We want your feedback. Like if you're really knowledgeable in a certain field, um, keep your eye, like at least follow the page so that if something pops up about lymphedema, like that you are the person we want to answer the post, you know? So if you have that specialist, like let us use, utilize, you know, your skills and what the, all the knowledge that you've learned. Yeah, we had an episode on the Live Better Longer podcast about post-polio syndrome. And I can't remember the name of the clinician right now. It'll come to me like is immediately after this show. But she said that she had never treated a patient with post-polio syndrome before. And she had to go into frantic research mode. So had the Fox Clinical Corner existed however many years ago, I I forget when she treated this patient, she could have gotten an answer immediately. But now she can be a resource if anyone treats a patient with post-polio syndrome. Exactly. So the Fox Clinical Corner, fairly new, hasn't been around a year yet. Maybe we'll have a special party when it celebrates its uh, first birthday. But uh, tell me how you have used it and tell me when it's been helpful for you. So I've used it as initially kind of like a launching point to try and give some other information that I've found helpful. Just even recently, I shared a YouTube video that just came across like my algorithm, but I thought it would be really helpful for others to see it as well. And it just was a neat idea, right? So something even simple as a one-off that you happen to see that you want to share with somebody that may be clinically relevant, I've used it as. And also the whole resources section actually of the clinical corner was just recently launched. So there's a whole nother area now specifically towards various kind of treatment guides and trees to go off of in terms of how you should manage care for various people. So there's a whole nother section now on top of that social aspect to help direct your your care. And if there are any trolls listening right now, hopefully there wouldn't be, but you never know. But they may be saying, well, this is all like internal stuff. Why should I care about the Fox Clinical Corner? A, if you are a clinician that doesn't work with Fox and you're looking for a practice, I mean, I think this is a perfect place. Like you've got support, you've got resources. And if you are a family member or a caregiver, this would give me total peace of mind to know that clinicians have backups after backups after backups. Yeah, Jim, I actually used the page and one of my patients was having trouble getting into her apartment with her wheelchair. And so I took a picture of the lip that it was like a little bit bigger. It wasn't big enough to get one of those... um, mats that elevates. So I took a picture of it and I, you know, posted to say, okay, who thinks 
anybody have ideas of how I can modify this? You know, like, I don't know how to fix this, especially like OT. So I'm a physical therapist. Send it out there for the OTs. What do you guys think? Like, I need your help. So I thought that was really, really insightful and helpful. So that is interdisciplinary. See, every time I hear about people mishmashing disciplines, it makes me feel like a genius. (laughs) Because when I started this podcast, that was my vision. I'm like, let's all come together as one and figure it out. So I love that the Fox Clinical Corner is doing just that. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we've got more with John Holler and Noel Alisea right here on the Live Better Longer podcast. So as we take a quick water break, I want to shout out Fox Occupational Therapist Savannah Greif. She was the one that did the post-polio syndrome podcast. And Savannah, I didn't forget your name. I just had to piece together that you were the one that did the post-polio syndrome podcast. Because I I would never forget Savannah. Whenever I need a guest for the podcast, she is ready to go. So Savannah, just want you to know that I didn't forget about you. I just had to remember that you were the one who did the post-polio syndrome podcast. All right, just had had to clear the air there. So this is the first Live Better Longer podcast for the month of June. We're going to do a few more before we take a break for the summer. And I remember back in the early 2000s, me and my high school friend who had just moved to New York, we moved out to Long Island, we started a youth group. And our director was Sister Peggy Fanning. In the first year we did that high school youth group, we were going strong into June. And then Sister Peggy, she pulled us aside and she said, what are you doing? And we said, we're, we're going to do youth group all year long. And she said, you know what? Let me give you some advice. It's always good to take a break. And I always remember that piece of advice because I have been running high school youth groups for over 20 years now. And we do take that summer break. And maybe because I took that break, it led to my longevity. And I, and I give you that entire story just to let you know that this podcast will take a break at the end of June, but we will be back in September. So that will give you a chance to do what you need to do in the summer or to maybe catch up on episodes that you missed. Maybe you're a few behind, so you catch up on the ones you missed during the summer and you're up to speed when we start back up in September. So since this is our first podcast in the month of June, I wanted to shout out different awareness months for June because I think it's important to have conversations, right? You can't have awareness if you're not talking about it. So in the month of June, it is Alzheimer's and Brain Awareness Month. The more people know about Alzheimer's, the more action we can inspire. It's also Aphasia Awareness Month. Two million people in the United States have aphasia. However, 84.5% of Americans state that they have never heard of the term before. So that needs to change, obviously, so we can have better communication experiences with people living with aphasia. It's also Caribbean American Heritage Month. So let's take this month to promote the recognition of the contributions of Caribbean immigrants to the United States. June is also National Safety Month. Just a reminder that when you're working with your patients to always use those proper mechanics. And also remember too, when you're driving to see your patients, 
Don't let the phone get in the way of the road. Put your phone down. You don't need to text. You don't need to look at social media while you're driving. Just drive. And then June is also Pride Month. So a happy Pride Month to all of our Live Better Longer listeners. The purpose of Pride Month is to recognize the impact that LGBTQ individuals have had on history locally, nationally, and internationally. And the reason I bring up all of these dates is to have continued conversations because the more you talk about something, the more you know. We are back on Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. I'm joined by two Fox PTs, John and Noel, and we have been talking about the Fox Clinical Corner. Can we win an award for this? I mean, you go to all the different conferences and you you know all that type of stuff. Could we win some type of award? I would hope so. I mean, <laughs> I personally don't know of any other practice that's like actively investing this much time and effort into building a whole practice-wide community to help clinicians, which is really the whole point of it, right? Is to make our lives easier make treatments better for patients. And just from knowing that that resource is always available and it continues to grow in different avenues is something that really helps motivate me, you know, go and then treat in the morning. Yeah. What I like about Fox is that no one is ever left out in the lurch. We never say, eh, like, uh, go and figure it out yourself. Like there's always someone with an answer that you could go to. Yeah, and if you feel like you're in the lurch, ask somebody. There's there's people here to help you. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is like I think sometimes when we get so stuck in our ways, we're so busy. We've got people to see all the time. You know, we feel like no one's there to support us, but we just have to, you know, look look to the clinical quarter, look to our RDs, and realize like there are so many resources. The purpose of this is to help make us more efficient, not waste time, so that we have more time for ourselves and our families. So. I really like love that aspect of it. It helps my efficiency and my plans of care immensely. So John and Noel, thank you for giving everyone a little peek behind the curtain. Before we go, uh, if you do listen to the Live Better Longer podcast, you should know that I'm a, a sucker for origin stories. So I need to know, how did you two get into the world of physical therapy? So I honestly don't know the original original interest in therapy, (laughs) but kind of along the way it evolved and took its own form. I knew I always wanted to do something with say like exercise or maybe it was because of a sports background, wanting to do something related to that. And I always tell this story. I think Noel might've heard this already, but she'll have to listen again. Um, My grandmother back when I was a sophomore in college had went in for a voluntary heart surgery. She ended up having complications during it. She had a stroke during the procedure and they actually had to open her up and keep her open. They had like sandbags on her chest to like help stop the bleeding. And she really shouldn't have made it. But afterwards, after everything medically was stable, she went to cardiac rehab and even till this day, if you look at her, you wouldn't think anything happened. And I said, if somebody could do that for my grandmother, I would love to be able to do that for somebody else. And I think that kind of helped push me even towards geriatrics as a whole, 
was just that family experience and seeing what could be done. That's a great story. Like I was waiting for you to talk about your grandmother in past tense and you're still talking yeah, about her in present tense. That's a great story, John. She's still she's still kicking. She's still good. So, I mean, it's it's uh it's kind of remarkable that story and I'd I'd like to say that maybe I've had a couple of those along the way myself in my career now, but um you know, it's not it's not the norm, but it definitely happens every now and again. Noel, how about you? Why PT? Definitely not as emotional. I'll say that. Sorry, John, that was real heartfelt. Um I actually just happened to fall into PT. I applied to all different schools. Well, my mom applied for me and she applied a different <laughs> major. <laughs> and then I decided to go to the school that was purple because that was my favorite color. And my the degree she signed me up for was physical therapy. So that's how I, I picked it. So all because I like the color purple. <laughs> Wait, which school was it? University of Scranton. Okay. Yeah, which is actually John and I both went there together. So your your mom your mom signed you up for the major, <laughs> yeah. and then you you never got out of it. No, I think I wanted to a couple times, but I didn't. I stuck with it. It's it's a hard major. It's a lot of work. And yes, and, um, there were times where I was like, "Was this right?" But I'm happy where I'm at, and I'm having a lot of fun here. At That's Fox. wild. I was rolling with you at CSM, the premier <laughs> physical therapy conference, and who knew? That you got into it because your mom filled out your major. Maybe it was meant to be. <laughs> I think so. It was in the stars. <laughs> and then a question, another question I always ask on the podcast, and I'll let, I'll let you go after this. Hobbies. Like, what do you do to balance work and life? What makes you feel free? I would say I'm, I'm kind of like a nerd a little bit <laughs> in that sense. I mean, I'm very simple in the sense of I like playing video games. I like watching wrestling. No, have... wait, wait, wait. How does that make you a nerd? <laughs> I watch wrestling too. So I, I, I uh, well, me and you in the same boat there, Jim. Yeah. I have, I do you have, do you have a favorite music. wrestler? No, no, no. I mean, do I, you watch I can't WWE or AEW? I watch AEW more. Yes. All right. Joe, we should MJ hang out. I guess MJF. MJF, he's my favorite too. There you go. John, every time there's a pay-per-view, I want to call random people up in my neighborhood to watch it with me. So we we should watch a pay-per-view at some point. I've gone to the two events they've had in Philly. I missed this last one, but I went to the two last time they ah, were there. So. This is great. All right, Noah, how about you? Hobbies. Now, I know you you coach basketball, right? Yeah. Yep. I am a high school co basketball coach at the local uh, high school down here in Delaware, um, Cape Henlopen. So that's what kind of occupies most of my time. And that's why I love Fox again, because I have the flexibility to do that and have that work-life balance so that I'm able to make it to the games and the practices and all that type of stuff. What kind of coach are you? Are you like tough love, old school coach? Oh, you are. Mm -hmm. Are you like, dang it, you messed up, like run six laps. Um, my, my patients say they go to physical torture when I'm there and my, and my kids say that I'm really, really bossy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm an in your face, I guess, kind of coach from, from my students to my patients. You're, you're pushing people to reach their potential. Exactly. That's the nice exactly. way to say it. <laughs> Any other hobbies though, besides coaching basketball? 
Um, I like to go to the beach. I live by the beach. So that's, I guess, a hobby of mine being outdoors and doing things outside. And I'm also very heavily involved in um, the APTA, so American Physical Therapy Association. So that keeps me really busy too. So between all that, I think I, I got I got plenty <laughs> on my plate. <laughs> You're like, besides that, I have no more time. <laughs> all right. So, hey, quickly, before you go, uh, just because this is a passion of mine, uh, favorite musical artist or a musical artist that you like? If you're going to turn on a song immediately after the recording of this podcast, what would it be? Taylor or what, Swift. All right, we got Taylor Swift. Midnight's. Midnight's from Taylor Swift. John? Wow. That's a that's a tough one. Just a song. It doesn't have to be your favorite, but a song you might listen to later on today. Oh, no. Uh, I, I like kind of like heavier rock, but I guess like Bring Me the Horizon artist and then... I guess Thrones is the song. Okay. I guess I would do that. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All right. So thank you for joining me today. All the best with the Fox Clinical Corner. Thank you for giving everyone a peek behind the curtain today. Yeah, thank you, Jim. No problem, Jim. This was fun. We'll see you over there. Yes. So for John Holler and Noel Alisea, my name is Jim Shear, and we will see Yins later.